Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, so <clears throat> we are continuing on with the civil liberties and civil rights. If you've been listening to these in order, uh, we've been going over the, the civil liberties part of uh, this unit, and now we're going to get into the civil rights, and actually this will finish up uh, this little series. Okay. Uh, don't forget, if this is the first time you're listening or you've been listening, uh, just trying to keep these very brief. 10 to 12 minutes or so um, on the, the topics that the college board um, says you really kind of got to know. OK, uh, I'm not going into a great deal, deal of detail about each topic. Um, if you have questions, I encourage you to you know, find a way to get a hold of me, either through email, Twitter, uh, remind, whatever it might be. And, and let's talk about those specific questions. Uh, just like I said, I'm trying to keep these brief. So, you know, especially with the civil rights stuff, we could talk about Brown versus Board of Education for a long time. We could talk about some of the other topics for, for long periods of time, but trying to keep them short and sweet uh, so that you can uh, you just get kind of a brief overview. All righty. Uh, last thing here, if you are in my class, this was unit five, so it was the last thing we did. Uh, if you took a different class and randomly listened to this for some reason, um, this would be unit three from the College Board people. Okay, so civil rights here. Uh, and we've got four things to cover today and uh hopefully i think we'll get done in time we got social movements and equal protection we've got government responses to social movements balance and minority and majority rights <clears throat> and finally we have affirmative action so that's where we're at uh all right so social movements <clears throat> so we need to remember that the 14th amendment did two things okay oh three i guess it defined what a citizen is that's and that's what most people will, will cite and say hey this is what a citizen is but it also provided due process, which is kind of what we did with the civil liberties portion of the podcast stuff. And now we're in the civil rights, and that is going to be equal protection. Okay? Uh, so those are the key things to remember about the 14th Amendment. And it's a big thing. You do need to know the 14th Amendment. You need to understand the due process clause and the equal protection. All right? Um, so equal protection, uh, well, first off, civil rights is different from civil liberties. A lot of people get them mixed up. Civil liberties is going to be uh, protections. From the government. The government cannot take this away from you. The government cannot do this to you, things like that. All right. Civil rights is going to be the government trying to protect groups that have been discriminated against. All right. So that's the big difference. It's either the government protecting you or protecting or protections from the government. All right. So the civil rights, all right, uh, what we're getting at here is trying to protect individuals from discrimination based on, you know, race, uh, religion, uh, nationality, sex, those sorts of things. And uh, all those things are, are done through the U.S. Constitution and specifically through that due process and equal protection clause, which comes to the 14th Amendment. Okay, there's a couple movements uh, College Board wants you to know. And so let's go over those real quick. You got the civil rights, which you've probably got a lot of that in U.S. history. So if you've taken U.S. history before, you you got and probably are going to be pretty good there. All righty. Uh, the women's movement and then the LGBT uh, movement. OK, so let's go through a couple of specific things about each one of those. Uh, first up, the the, the one, <clears throat> yeah, the, the Martin Luther King Jr. thing that you got to know is his uh, letter from a Birmingham jail. It's a required document. You're going to have to know it. I don't want to try and guess what's going to be on the test or how they would set up a test. But best guess here, this document will either be a part of the FRQ or if you saw it on the multiple choice part. It's going to be a passage where you have to to write about whatever it is you read uh, from it. Okay, obviously this is 
from one of the times Martin Luther King Jr. was arrested. He writes it from the jail, obviously. Uh, and it's basically defending the strategy of nonviolence, uh, nonviolent resistance to the racism. OK, remember, he was uh, civil disobedience and he is going to uh, you know, say, hey, we don't agree with these laws. So we're not going to follow them and things like that, uh, sit ins and, and whatnot. But don't react with the violence. So uh, that's the overarching theme of it. Obviously, there's a lot more that goes into the letter from a Birmingham jail. But, uh, you know, that's kind of the, the big overarching theme. And, and just for our time constraints. Uh, that's where we're going to leave it. Once again, if you want to talk more about it, please contact me somehow and we can we can have some more discussion about that. Uh, OK, so next up would be the, the women's movement. OK, and obviously the women uh, movement has been a long battle, uh, you know, uh, looking to get some of the same rights as men. Obviously, 1919 with the, the 19th Amendment is a big one, getting the right to vote. <clears throat> um, we have had other things that have happened uh, for women, you know, equality, uh, equal pay, uh, and equal opportunities. You've got Title IX in schools uh, and, and things like that, which are going to allow uh, you know, men's and women's sports. And, and just not, we, we tie it to sports a lot of times, but Title IX is good for, you know, the classroom also. Everybody's going to get the, the same amount of, uh, or the same, just the, the same treatment, basically. And that's what equal protection is about. OK, uh, a court case that you don't have to know, but they do reference <coughs> is Reed versus Reed. Uh, this was a divorced set of parents. Uh, the Reeds, obviously, um, they had a, an adopted son, I think it was, if I remember correctly. And they both wanted to be the executor of his will. Well, the court just gave it to the guy, to the father, because, hey, you're the you're the man. And the, the mother argued you shouldn't be you shouldn't do that. And uh, the courts agreed. And so you can't just arbitrarily assign something to the man because they're a man. And so that's what that's about. All right. Uh, but anyway, so the NOW, the National Organization for Women. Uh, and then they, they talk about the pro-life anti-abortion movement. Uh, so uh, that's something obviously that's, that's continuing to go on is uh, in this day and age. OK, it's always a discussion. OK, moving on to government responses to social movements. Uh, the big one is the 14th Amendment. OK, uh, that is the the big Thing. So you need to definitely understand the 14th Amendment. It came after the Civil War. All right? It's one of those Civil War Amendments 13, 14, and 15. Uh, and it's going to define citizenship, but it's going to also guarantee due process and equal protection. Okay? Uh, it is what was used in Brown versus Board of Education. Okay? Uh, and that declared that race-based school segregation violated the 14th Amendment, and specifically the Equal Protection Clause. I don't think you'll see the Brown versus Board case as an FRQ because it was an FRQ last year. I don't want to say never, but you know, I would imagine they're going to go a different direction this year. Uh, but still, you need to be prepared for it in case you see questions on the multiple choice or if it pops up in a different um, in a different area uh, of FRQ stuff. OK, some other items to know here. And once again, this is government responses to social movements. The Civil Rights Act of 1964, uh, this is going to forbid discrimination based on race, religion, sex, uh, all those different things you could think of. It's going to stop that. And this is something that's still referenced today. OK, uh, people still bring up the Civil Rights Act when they get fired and they believe it was due to, to race or religion or whatever it might be. Uh, if people aren't being treated fairly at work, they'll reference the Civil Rights Act. So this is something that's you know still still used even today. Uh, and it's still brought up in court cases. All right. But once again, that's a government response to uh, the social movement. So, hey, here's the 
the Civil Rights Act, uh, Civil Rights Era, Civil Rights Act is a government response. Uh, Title IX of the Education Amendments Act. Once again, we talked about this just a minute ago with the women's movement. Uh, so here's the response to the social movement, uh, Title IX. Uh, once again, it's going to say uh, girls, women, females, whatever you want to say, are, are treated the same as males, boys, whatever, uh, in schools. And like I said, a lot of times we use it athletically. So if we have uh, a, a men's sport that has this item, then the girls' sport is supposed to have the same thing. Okay. Uh, but it's also for the classroom. All right. No one's going to be treated unfairly there. Uh, the Voting Rights Act of 1965, uh, once again, a government response to the civil rights era. <laughs> this is going to make it easier to, to register to vote and also make it safer to vote. Uh, some other, you know, you could talk about the 24th Amendment possibly with poll taxes and things like that. Now, Brown versus Board is a required court case. You do have to know it for multiple choice questions, possible FRQs. Uh, just remember uh this was a conglomeration of cases. They're all over the country. Okay. They ended up picking uh, the Kansas one because that was the center of the country. They didn't want people thinking that it was going to be just a Southern thing or just a Midwest thing. It was, Hey, this is a whole country thing. All right. And the courts are eventually going to agree that segregation is in violation of the equal protection clause. All right. Obviously there's more details that we can talk about if you'd like to, uh, but that is the, the big stuff. Okay, uh, for the Brown versus Board of Education case. Um, I feel pretty good about talking more about it if you want to. Like I said, hit me up. All right. Uh, all right. So, balance of minority and majority rights is the next thing. And uh, this is getting at how the court has interpreted the U.S. Constitution, okay, uh, with and, and the citizens and the state interactions, okay, and how uh, sometimes states have restricted more minority rights. Others protected them and things like that. So uh, let's go through a couple things here. Um, so the college board, they kind of focus on uh, state laws and Supreme Court holdings restricting African-American access to the same restaurants, hotels, schools uh, as the majority white population. And that's that comes from separate equal Plessy versus Ferguson. Back in 1890 or so, Homer, Homer Plessy. And so that's going to guide U.S. policy for a long time uh, with with the, the belief that, you know, hey, separate but equal is perfectly fine. And then Brown versus Board of Education happens and it wipes that thing out. OK, um, so uh, you could probably get into some redistricting stuff here where uh, gerrymandering stuff has happened. OK, uh, but that's about it for that. All righty. Uh, lastly, and I'm going to try and go quick because I'm getting close to my time being out here, but affirmative action. Um, so uh, affirmative action has been used to kind of uh, give a level playing field for groups that have been uh, traditionally discriminated against. Uh, you might Sometimes you might hear affirmative action as well. You got to have a certain amount of minorities on on the job or uh, in schools or, or whatever it might be. Okay. Uh, so that's basically what affirmative action is. It's still something still around. Um, as far as what you need to know, uh, the constitution is supposed to be kind of colorblind and it's not supposed to be, to be worried about anything, race, religion, all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, unfortunately that's not how humans are. And so we've had some, some issues. Uh, th there's no required court case for affirmative action, but you definitely got to know and understand University of California versus Bach. 
this is what's going to basically, they're going to say you shouldn't use racial set-asides here, but affirmative action is okay. So it gets backed up there. Okay. And it's been that way for a while. And even some more recent cases, Gratz versus Bollinger uh, is going to allow for schools to, to use, uh, you shouldn't use quotas. You shouldn't say, hey, I got to have 15 minority students or 20 or 30 or whatever it is, but you're allowed to use race as a basis for, uh, or as a maybe a plus or something like that. I'm not sure exactly how to say it uh, to get into schools and things like that. So uh, that's affirmative action. All right. So that's your civil liberties and civil rights stuff. Um, and that is that unit. So we'll finish that one up. Uh, if you have questions, you know, find me. Uh, I'm on Twitter, K Daniels, AP Gov. I'll be glad to interact with you there. I'll also be tweeting out some information. Uh, once we get into April, I don't want to overload Twitter with, with the review stuff, but uh, I'll be doing that. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll get you to pass this test. All righty. Y'all take care. Bye-bye.